Hey, how is it going? Welcome to the Zach Peters Podcast. I am Zach, and I'm so glad that you are listening to this or watching this uh, this week. Now, be sure to subscribe and, and follow this on whatever platform that you're experiencing it on. And uh, I've got something uh, hopefully uh, concise and helpful for us to think about over uh, the next couple of weeks. Um, but basically, I'm going to talk about serving. Serving. Uh, a lot of times, I think, we just sort of miss that. It's real easy in this world to be focused on yourself. It's real easy in this world to uh, even just be focused on on immediate family members. Uh, but the reality is we're called to serve people we don't like, people we do like. We're called to serve when we don't want to, when we feel like it, uh, and everything in between. We're servants. Jesus was a servant. And so if we're going to be like Jesus... We serve sacrificially um, sometimes, but God will bless us for it, of course. But it's not even about the blessing we get. It's just who we should be as a Christian. So what I have is sort of three examples from Jesus's own words about serving others. Um, You know, if you are praying consistently, if you're reading your Bible consistently, if you are attending church with people consistently, all of these things are great. They are a part of a healthy relationship Uh, with Jesus Christ, you will get closer to God doing those things. But I guarantee you in that process, as you get closer to God, He will challenge you in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart, inside of who you are to put others first at all times to serve, to serve. And the first scripture starts with two guys and a mom asking Jesus for a favor. Two disciples um, James and John and their mom, they come to Jesus. They ask, hey, listen, Jesus, when you take over everything, can my two sons be seated at your right and at your left? Is that a thing that we can make happen? Um, to make sense of this, to make sure you understand it, you have to understand the, the rules of a throne room. If, if, if Jesus was emperor, if he was king, uh, those gathered around him would be important people. The closer you were in the throne room to the king, to the emperor, the more power that you had, the more honor that you had. It was symbolic. So to be right next to Jesus as king, as, 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 as the emperor, meant that you wanted the most honor, you wanted the most power. And they're asking Jesus, who may have been their cousin, to have the greatest honor. And Jesus responds by saying, you can be where I am, you can be right next to me, if you go through... And do the very things that I do. If you follow my example perfectly, of course you can be right next to me. And they respond, yes, we can do that. And and Jesus, knowing that they don't actually understand what he's saying, uh, what he's getting at, uh, they still think that he's going to take over, you know, uh, as king king of the world there on earth, right there in that moment, take on Rome head to head, like immediately. And he tells them, yeah, you will go through the same things I will go through. And again, they're not, they're not getting it. They don't understand that he's about to be murdered viciously and, and that to follow Jesus, to be like Jesus, might mean that you have to suffer like Jesus. So that this mom and, and these two disciples, uh, they ask Jesus this question. They don't fully understand what they're asking. and They fully don't understand what Jesus is saying. And the other disciples find out about this conversation and, and, and they sort of get upset that, that John and and James might get special attention. And this is how he responds to his disciples after this moment. It's Matthew uh, chapter 20. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles, which are simply not Jewish, non-believer people, 
lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be servants. If you want to be great, you've got to serve. And whoever would be first must be your slave. And even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. In simple terms, Jesus says, to be with me, to be like me, you can't be like the world. In the world, position and power means you control, manipulate what people do. But while you follow Jesus, those with positions of power give it up first to put others first. It's it's a dichotomy of what we're used to. When we think first, when we think power, we think a special treatment. We think we have the authority to make things happen for ourselves, to not do anything uh, that sort of rocks the boat for ourselves. But Jesus is saying the greatest will serve. The first will serve. Jesus says that this is exactly, and I'm paraphrasing here, this is exactly what I'm doing right now. I am the king. I am the greatest. There is nothing I can't do, nothing I can't have, but I choose to sacrifice that to help you. And one of the coolest things here is in verse 26 and 27. One translation says, whoever wants to be a leader among you, anyone ever wanted to be the leader, anyone ever wanted to be the boss, the captain, the one calling the shots, okay, that's great. To be a leader, you must first be a servant. What do you think about that? How often do the people above you in leadership positions get that right? Uh, now, there are lots of good leaders out there who, who naturally do this. There are lots of people who have intentionally worked in their lives spiritually to get to a place as a leader where they're not focused on them, but they're focused on others because when you focus on others, you make your organization better. But I've been around enough time to know that a lot of people with power A lot of people with position, a lot of people with titles, make it all about them and what they can get and and how how great it makes them sound. You work hard, and and, and at some point, maybe you're named uh, captain of a team or the leader of of a group. But according to Jesus, in order to be the real leader, to be the real captain, uh, you have to consider yourself lower than all of those who aren't captain. If you've ever been part of a club in school, um, um, you, you, you'll understand that, that according to Jesus, if you get voted to be the president of, of a club or an organization, right, or how about even the, 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 the presidency of the United States of America, if you land yourself in that position, it means that you are there to serve others more than they serve you. And it, it doesn't mean that you get special treatment. It doesn't mean that you get to boss people around. It means in spiritual terms, if we are following Jesus' example, that you put them first, and and you work for them. That's different. These are all things that we've heard, but it is so hard to get it right. And that's the lesson that we need to remember. Others are first, even when we find ourselves in positions of authority. And yes, that's exactly what Jesus did. He came to earth as a child, but as a king, as a lord. And he gave up the trappings of heaven. He gave up the trappings of perfection in heaven, the stuff that goes with being king, the stuff that goes with being God, so that he could serve us. And we see this uh, in the book of John. The disciples are gathered for their last meal with Jesus before he's crucified. 
And, and they don't know all of that. Uh, Jesus has tried to prepare them for it, but honestly, you can just tell from the scriptures and from the context, they're not necessarily getting it or understanding it. For them, it's just a normal Passover meal. And so in this culture, when you came into the house before you ate, someone would wash your feet because they walked everywhere with sandals and open-toed shoes, and their feet were nasty. I think of uh, when, when I would go to church camp, and you would walk around in flip-flops or sandals all day long uh, on the grass, on the ball field, wherever, um, whenever it was time to get ready for church and take your shower for the night to wash off everything, sometimes your feet were the nastiest part. And so um, it probably was even worse for everyone who had to walk everywhere every day. So when they entered a place, their feet were washed. And usually that job was reserved for a woman who were typically um, lower down on the social scale or a slave or even uh, the youngest kid, someone who, who was just low down when it comes to honor and glory and position. But, and, and this is sort of crazy, Jesus leans down in this time, the King of Kings, the most powerful person who's ever existed here on earth, someone capable of crazy miracles. He kneels down and he washes his disciples' feet. The owner did the job of the intern. They were his followers. They, 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 they knew that he was the main man. They existed for him. And here was Jesus showing them what it meant to be great in the kingdom of God. To be great in God's eyes, he tells them, you have to do this. As the boss, you have to serve people. You have to serve. You have to help. You have to ignore your position and put other people first. And ultimately, no matter how talented, how rich, how powerful we become as individuals, we have to submit to the greatest power around us. John chapter 13, verse 16, truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Jesus, in his own life, shows us how to submit to authority. Jesus came because he submitted to the will of the Father. And Jesus sent the Holy Spirit, and he sent us, and the Holy Spirit submits to the will of the Father and to Jesus and to serving us and empowering us. So we have to follow his perfect example in submission and service to others, even when we really don't feel like it. Even whenever that person at work is really annoying, even when our mom or dad uh, are really bothering us, even when our brother or our sister are really getting on my nerves, we have to look at what, what Jesus did and follow his example and say, I will put you first, even if you don't deserve it, even if I don't feel like it. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, and any affection and sympathy, Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, but taking the form of a servant, and being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father.
when we serve, when we put others first, when we humble ourselves, we are following in the very footsteps of Jesus. And every time that we serve, every time we make ourselves lower, every time that we decide that Jesus needs to increase, I need to de decrease, we are bringing glory and honor to God. And we are glorifying His name. That is it for this podcast. I hope it encourages you and helps you. Hey, listen, God bless you guys. And I will see you next time. Thanks. Bye.